This is the Nine News Podcast. Coming up, desperate civilians killed in Gaza aid drop, the next phase of a vape crackdown and a top cop signs off. I'm Madeline McNeil with this morning's Nine News Podcast. Chaos has erupted in Gaza City after Israeli troops opened fire on thousands of Palestinians waiting for aid. Nine News US correspondent Alison Petrowski. The Gaza Health Ministry says at least 104 people were killed and scores injured as aid arrived into the north for the first time in weeks. Witnesses and medics say that Israeli forces opened fire as hundreds of Palestinians pulled flour and canned goods from humanitarian trucks. The Israeli Defence Force refutes this. In a statement, the IDF claims there was looting and dozens were killed when they were trampled or run over. The White House is investigating the incident. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin now says 25,000 women and children have been killed in the region since the October 7 attacks. The Pentagon chief says Israel can and should do more to protect civilians. In the United States, Alison Petrowski, Nine News. Police have apologised after wrongly charging a former immigration detainee with sexual offences. The charges were dropped just hours after Alphonse Pirimalpun's appearance in the magistrate's court yesterday. State governments are borrowing twice as much as the federal government. Nine's Gabriel Hodson reports. Analysts from S&P Global say combined debt from the states will reach a record $600 billion this year, much of it blamed on blowouts for big builds such as Sydney's Metro West and Melbourne's North East Tunnels Link. Victoria's the deepest in the red with a gross debt that sat at $55 billion in 2019 and will reach $247 billion by 2027. That amount would have paid for Australia's last Olympics about 37 times over. New South Wales is a fraction behind. Pre-pandemic debt sat at $63 billion and will now blow out to $236 billion. Queensland is expected to double over that period to a relatively modest $149 billion. The extra borrowing is at a time of high interest rates, further eating into government coffers. Gabriel Hodson, Nine News. The next stage of vaping reforms will take effect from today. Nine News reporter Gail Watson. The next stage of import restrictions on vapes take effect from today. A ban on the importation of single-use disposable vapes came into effect on January 1st. Since then, authorities have seized more than 360,000 vapes worth almost $11 million in operations across Australia. Now the next stage of regulations come into effect, including the banning of the importation of all vapes without a licence and permit and the closure of personal importation of vapes. In coming weeks, the government will also introduce legislation to prevent domestic manufacture, advertisement, supply and commercial possession of non-therapeutic and disposable single-use vapes. In Melbourne, Gal Watson, Nine News. High school students who are given step-by-step instructions are months ahead of their peers who aren't exposed to the same style of teaching. SMH The Age reports analysis by the New South Wales Education Department and the University of Queensland found Year 7 students who experienced explicit instruction were four months ahead in reading and math skills by Year 9. Today marks the end of an era for outgoing Queensland Police Commissioner Katarina Carroll. Nine's Siobhan Fay explains. Last week, after serving nearly five years as the state's top cop, 
Katerina Carroll stood up to make the announcement that she'd be standing down. She'd been under increasing pressure over crime in the state, along with internal tension within the force. Serving as Queensland's first female police commissioner, she was appointed under the Labor government in 2019. Under her leadership, she shepherded the state through COVID and one of the country's worst mass shootings, which saw two of her own killed while in the line of duty. But today, she'll officially finish up in the role. Deputy Commissioner Steve Golcheski has temporarily be made commissioner in her place. In Brisbane, Siobhan Fay, Nine News. And taxpayers could foot the bill for the millions of Australians who dipped into their super over the pandemic. The Super Members Council estimates around $85 million will be needed to support those on the aged pension by 2085. In finance, one Australian dollar is buying 65 US cents. Sport. Cameron Green has helped Australia to nine for 279 after day one of the first test against New Zealand. At one stage, the Aussies were struggling on four for 89 on a Wellington green top. Green will resume his innings this morning on 103. A bit like Tassie last week, I think it was just quite tough. Probably through the 30th, 40 over mark um, and then um, yeah, it didn't seem to get much easier. It was just the ball got maybe a little, little bit older. So um, yeah, it's kind of nice to work through the waves out there. The Brisbane Lions have defeated the Sydney Swans by 25 points in an AFL pre-season match after a power outage and a snake delayed play by 30 minutes. Rugby league immortal Andrew Johns believes a fourth straight premiership will be a stretch too far for the Panthers this NRL season after losing Spencer Lenu and Stephen Crichton. Football star Paul Pogba has been hit with a four-year ban for doping. The Aventus midfielder says he's heartbroken and maintains he's innocent. And Clayton Taylor has signed a one-year extension with the Newcastle Jets beyond next A-League season. I'm Madeline McNeil and that's the Nine News podcast. For the latest in news, tune into Nine News at 6pm.